Thank you for listening to Sexy Time with Alice and BK Johnson. This week's episode is a replay that aired on September 26, 2023, when Alice and BK covered the sexy news for the day. And wouldn't you know it, as the Chiefs win the Super Bowl in 2024, the sexy news headlines with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift making their relationship public. Thank you again for making us a part of your sexy day. So without further ado, stay sexy, stay safe, and enjoy this Sexy Time Selection Replay. There's this dumb story going around right now, and, and I just, you know, kind of have to mention it because my my niece is a Swifty and, and you know, whatever. <laughs> NFL star uh, Travis Kelsey. Am I saying his name right? Yep. You're saying it right. Yep. Um, and there's there's some interview it's about his, like, dating deal breakers. He says that um, girls who don't like to give oral sex, that that's a deal breaker for him. He also says that if a woman woman refuses to sleep with him by the third date, that that's also a deal breaker. <laughs> Sounds like he's like, well, okay, let me break this down. But this is seven years ago, yeah. right? He was 33 he, when this he, interview No, 26. Happened. He's 33 now. Oh, oh, I see. I see. That's what I was going to say. As soon as I hear this article, this news article of, of, of reporting on what he said seven years ago, the only reason is because... Taylor Swift and and it's it's all to help satiate our imaginations of people who are lonely and single. <laughs> I would like to imagine wow, that means that he's definitely getting oral and have and they had sex cuz we've seen them out multiple times. Must be this. It's like no, it's not true, but it's a nice fantasy for people I who need to hear it, the you know. Outrage is how could someone as evolved as Taylor with her oh, her be with feminist oh. lyrics be with a guy who would oh. say something like this? I think that's where the real outrage is probably yeah, coming from. I see. But again, maybe Taylor is like, nah, man, that was seven years ago. Also, I don't care. Also, he's hot and this is fun. Yeah. Like, who fucking knows what she's Who knows thinking? what's going on? But the nice thing about being a feminist is that you get to allow women to be their like to have their own agency and to make their own decisions. Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexy time. D-L-O-V-E at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and BK Johnson. Hey, hey, welcome back to Sexy Time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your friends, your sexy friends. How you doing? How do you know how sexy my friends are? I mean, they are pretty sexy. How could they not be? Oh, yeah. You keep very high standards <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> mm, no. I mean, for my well, friends, me. they don't have to be sexy. They can be sexy, but they don't have to. I mean, That's you know, like, look, let's be honest. They do have to be sexy because generally speaking, my good friends are confident people and that's a very sexy trait. Mm. And sexy comes in many, many shapes and sizes and flavors. So Ooh, I like how you were talking about it, isolating it down to that, because I was thinking 
um, not just confident. It's, it's it doesn't have to be confident because people tend to like try to do fake confidence then sometimes. But it's like oh, no, fear, no. I'm fearless, about deep confidence. Like yeah, exactly, deep confidence, being fearless uh, of being to be yourself, right? To being fearless of like you know, or it's almost like self love at that point too. But that's what I think is always sexy. Like when you know that someone's like really in it mm. for what they and being honest and vulnerable that's really fucking sexy if like that's they know what they want they 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 aren't they aren't ashamed of who they are and what they're going to tell you that they want i think that's sexy across the board yep you know you're right facing your fears is very sexy mm -hmm. well today we have news there's going to be probably some face fears but most of it i think some of these are going to be really interesting so um if you do have interesting, sexy news articles that you want us to speak about and report to you lovely, sexy time listeners, um, let us know. We'll be open to that. But we definitely get to pick some of uh, what's in the sexy news to keep up to date on the sexual vibe of the world because the world is a pretty sexy place, if you didn't know. Can, get, mm -hmm. can be bad sometimes, but uh, with sex, makes it a little bit better, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, uh, you want me to start or would you like uh, to start? Oh, you go for it. Let's, okay. let's start with one of yours. Now, again, sometimes they're going to be light. I have a, I have a lighter article and a, 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 a deeper one. I'll start with the deep one because this is an article where I thought, you know what? No foreplay. Let's just this, go for it. This is the first time <laughs> I am, I, I'm, I'm so proud and happy with uh, the BBC News. I'm just oh. joking. I'm American and... Uh, and live in Japan, so I, I I get to poke fun at Europe all I can. But I was like, you know what? I'm on board with this BBC. Does that make so, you Japanican? Japanican. Oh yeah, you can call me whatever you want, if it okay, if it pleases you. All right, here's the title of the article: Child sex abuse should be treated like a pandemic. So oh. there's this new UK-based institute called Childlight. Give a shout out Childlight because they're they are basically how do you trying spell that? child and then light but one word like l-i-g-h-t normal light but child light oh. and uh, basically they are starting to do a lot of things like for example they're based in edinburgh where um like they they're doing a lot of things to combat sex uh sec child sex abuse or, or i'm guessing trafficking as well but they also the, their main push in this article is that they're trying to say that they we need to get a new attitude on this problem and make it more of a global uh, coalition to go against it instead of just like individual nations because if we treat COVID this way we were trying to do that with that and they, they also referenced the 1980s AIDS epidemic saying we treat we should treat this type of problem the same way we treat we treated AIDS in the 1980s and we're treating COVID in most recently with the pandemic because there that's something that we can all get behind and they, they there's there's an article here talking about all these different things that they're doing in like Scotland and other places in in the UK that are they're giving some interesting numbers of what they're seeing you know um and and the increase of it in general that they're seeing from trying to combat it you know i think one of the numbers here is in scotland alone there was a 511 percent increase in reports of online offending targeting children in the last six or seven years or something like that so again i'm each of these articles that we say in this episode will be in the links below. So if you want to check out a lot of the details and the numbers, um, go please do so. The links of the articles will be there. But I just thought this was a great thing to get behind. They even have like a hashtag, get help or get caught. They want they want more to make of a coalition instead of just trying to combat it locally in each nation. And I think that's a good cause to get behind. What do you think about this? I'm not sure I 100% understand mm. what childlight.org is doing. Mm-hmm. 
You mean the actual work that they're putting in? Yeah. Well, it looks like the main thing that Childlight's doing is gathering a bunch of groups of of in each different nations that combat sexual abuse to children. And I think they're trying to just make a they're trying to make a push and make a case for them to kind of get together and fight it together instead of kind of going nation by nation is what I think what they're saying. Okay. I mean, that's a great idea. It kind of reminds me in a little bit of a way of Megan's Law, hmm. um, which was the original like sex offender law in the in the United States. Um, it was passed by a community in New Jersey, actually, in Hamilton, New Jersey, um, back in the 90s. And they, um, the community, basically, there was a little girl named Megan who was killed by a sexual predator. And um, she was killed by somebody who, you know, had moved in, had already been imprisoned for uh, sexual offense and was released early. And he, you know, committed the same crime again, and he killed this girl, Megan. And um, after that happened, the whole community rallied together. Mm -hmm. They were all wearing these yellow ribbons. It was kind of a beautiful thing. And they they created this law um, that passed in New Jersey called Megan's Law. And then it, it kind of became a national thing where now sex offenders are required to register um, and in most places in the United States anyway, I think they, uh, there's a sex offender registry. And so you can go and search to see if anyone is living in your area who's a former sex offender. And I believe if there's some, but like they have to go around depending on where they live, they have to go around on a certain radius and tell every single person that they are a sex offender. Mm which is like a crazy thing. And it it's not great. This is one of the reasons we say don't get caught in public yes. uh, because in fact, you know, in some places you can be a registered sex offender for public nudity or something like that. So if you're just, you know, having a lovely time with your partner out in the park or something and you get caught uh, that, that could be a, a big problem for you moving forward. So make sure you're careful of that kind of stuff, but for actual sex offenders for like real, you know, major sex crimes, um, this is a real thing. And, and I don't mean to say that exhibitionism can't be a real sex crime. Uh, you know, there are, are people who, um, flash children and stuff like that. So I, I don't mean to mm. suggest mm -hmm. that, that, that it can't be a real sex crime, but, uh, I digress. And I'm just saying, this reminds me of that. And I do think it's great when communities come together to keep children safe and to keep people safe in general from yeah. sex offenders. Well, I think it's a fine line what you're, with your example at the end there with exhibitionism. Um, I think it's a fine line with exhibitionism is in, until a, uh, until like a child gets involved where it's like they have nude beaches and whatnot, right? but it's not like you have children there with the nude beaches all the time, or especially like if it's sexual active to nude, nude beach, it's like, oh, you don't have a child there, right? Type of thing. So it's... I think that's where I, mean, I think the line can be drawn where it's like, if we all agree that sex abuse with children, you know, like that, I think that's why it's they're they're making this push as well. Cause uh, that it is tricky. The whole world doesn't like sex abuse in general, but if it's a child as well, it's like, Oh, well, everyone can kind of get on board of that, that there should be some yeah. sort of force going against that. Right. <laughs> like that's yeah. more working together instead of just like saying oh well your age of consent in, in japan so low it's whatever you know like instead of that it's like how about we all kind of if we can agree globally on like certain things like 
AIDS epidemic and the COVID pe- pandemic and stuff like this, can't we agree that like this is something we kind of want to try to have some sort of force going against globally as well as locally, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good push. I'm not sure how well it's going to be uh, going to go, but I did see that that was in the news that they're making this push. And it was like they mentioned 70 countries is who they're meeting with, with like oh. a, a three day conference to try to. And that's what Childlight is saying. They're They're trying to petition for this to say that we need to get this ball rolling or at least thoughts on it that hopefully they can make that sometime. So I think it's a worthy thing to look into. Okay. Yeah. I think, and there's always that, you know, you can get, you can always like, you know, you can kind of be the, what is it? The naysayer, the, the, whatever you want to call it um, of like the opposite where it's like, well, again, you can say, well, what is a, what is a child for that nation? This is impossible. And I don't want, I don't want your laws and your nation infringing on ours. It's like, Oh, well, how about we just make, something globally again like there's going to be a glo- there's a line that we can all agree on <laughs> there's definitely one line that we can all agree on and and, and i look, do think there are countries like afghanistan that probably aren't going to be a part of this right? exactly and that's just what it is it's just the way it is but... yeah well we already have many things like that already like nato and whatnot different agreements so i th- i think having one like this against child sex abuse is a worthy cause to try to look into well, all right, you got a one day to time. One? Thanks for bringing that. Yeah. Um, look, I'm I'm just gonna bring up a really stupid quickie one, nice. uh, and then we can get back to things that matter. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> so you know, there's this there's this dumb story going around right now, and, and I just you know kind of have to mention it because my my niece is a Swifty, and and you know whatever, <laughs> uh, Swifty love. Um, so there's this you know and NFL star uh, Travis Kelsey. Am I saying his name right? I'm saying yep. his name right. You're saying right? it right. Yep. Um, we're literally talking about something that happened in 2016. I mean, what is that? That's like oh, really? eight years ago, seven years ago. Yeah. So there's this episode right. of um, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Okay, um, okay. And there's there's some interview with uh, the Real Housewives of New York City, Ramona Singer. She's asking him a bunch of questions about his like dating deal breakers. 2016, and you said? 17? 2017? 2016. Seven years ago. And okay. in this video, he says that um, girls who don't like to give oral sex, that that's a deal breaker for him. Um, keep that on the going to keep that on the dating app, not not in the public like that. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. He also says that if a woman, woman refuses to sleep with him by the third date, that that's also a deal breaker. <laughs> Sounds like he's like, well, okay, let me break this down because like, you said it's 2016. He's 27 again, at 26 right, at the age seven, of, at the time. This is seven years ago, yeah. right? He was 33 he, when this he, interview No, 26. Happened. He's 33 now. Oh, oh, I see. He's, he was 26. I, I don't think they've won a championship. Or maybe they did. Maybe they just won a championship recently. That would make sense why he's in there because he's, he's, he's the best tight end probably in NFL history. <laughs> Is he the best tight end? Maybe he's that's got the, the deal best tight right end. There. He's mm-hmm. got the best tight end. Well, uh, apparently, best tight end in probably also, history. Yeah. Taylor Swift agrees with this that he's got a great tight end because um, uh, <laughs> this this all came up because apparently he's been hanging out with Taylor Swift. Um, it resurfaced very shortly after he was spotted um, leaving a Kansas City Chiefs 
um, game with her. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was in a private box with his mom, you know, cheering him on. That's what I saw. And they rode off in a convertible together and then got, you know, intimate at an after party. So, like, here's the thing. Okay, so so big deal. Taylor Swift and this guy, uh, Travis Kelsey, appeared to be having potentially a like an adult relationship. Oral um, and sex by the third date. Yes. Well, maybe. I know. But again, exactly. let's let's go with this. Was what seven years ago? He was twenty six. Newly what did I minted think? frat when boy. When I was 23, my dumb dating rules are yeah, very, very different oh, yeah. than the way that I approach dating now. So like, okay, we can follow this news story, but also we can be like, really, let's take this with a grain of salt because we don't know how this guy's life has progressed in the last seven years of his life. And also like, he's probably living a very fast paced life with the amount of fame and money and fortune that he has. Like, Two-time NFL champ best tight end ever i don't don't begin to imagine how his experiences have shaped his life and his uh his viewpoints so don't go judging this man based on something he said to a former real housewives person on the andy cohen show in seven years seven years ago now here's yeah exactly this is he's he's apparently dating a very deep grammy winning artist Mm. so in some way, shape, or form, this man has evolved. <laughs> Deep in the good way. Anyway, sorry, I had to say it. I like Taylor Swift a lot. I mean, Great maybe, karaoke look, songs for Taylor Swift, too, by the way. Maybe she has sex on the first date. I don't know. And I don't care. <laughs> exactly. She's a great artist. And you know what? It sounds like he's a great NFL player. So let them be great at the things that they're great at. And if they're also great in bed with each other, Yahtzee, good for them. That's what I was going to say. As soon as I hear this article... This news article of, of of reporting on what he said seven years ago. The only reason is because Taylor Swift and and it's it's all to help satiate our imaginations of people who are, you know, I don't want to be mean, but I'll just say, you know, maybe me if I was lonely and single, <laughs> I would like to imagine them holding to those rules of of what he said seven years ago and saying, wow, that means that he's definitely getting oral and ha- and they had sex because uh, we've seen them out in multiple times. Must be this. It's like, no, it's not true, but it's a nice fantasy for people I who need to hear it. The you know, outrage is how could someone as evolved as Taylor with her, oh, her be with feminist him? Oh. lyrics be with a guy who would oh. say something like this? I think that's where the real outrage is probably yeah, coming from. I see. But again, maybe Taylor is like, nah, man, that was seven years ago. Also, I don't care. Also, he's hot and this is fun. Yeah. Like, who fucking knows what she's Who knows thinking? what's going on? But the nice thing about being a feminist is that you get to allow women to be their like to have their own to be women and to hopefully. make their own decisions <laughs> yeah, so to be their own woman yeah. <laughs> let's let taylor yeah. make her own decisions and have a great time you know yeah one what one side note is again you're right like uh to to give uh more nuance to the argument of like obviously it was seven years ago and again it was like i'm guessing it was soon after their first super bowl win and again he's now after seven years he's building the the resume to possibly be the best tight end ever you know, arguably, <laughs> I like saying that too. Maybe this, maybe this is how he builds that resume. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, that's true. If you get, oh, that's Ooh. true. That will build the resume. But anyway, no, like I'm so. Just saying he's got a nice tight end. So yeah. he, I think this year or just last year, maybe he has a podcast 
where because his brother also is a Super Bowl winning football player. So they're they're the Kelsey brothers. He plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. His brother Jason Kelsey, oh I believe his name is. He's the center. He's not uh, he's not the same position, but offensive line still, and. His brother has been happily married for I don't know how long, but like her, his his wife frequents the podcast too. They talk about different things. It's really interesting saying, do you know this about your husband or do you know this about your brother-in-law type of thing? They, they do some fun things there and they've talked about different things of like uh, one of the favorite clips that I saw was like, you know, how Travis Kelsey who's single dating Swift and saying like, did you know that like how many girls try to get with him, even though he's this, you know, usually not the the fancy position, he's this big bulking guy, but he gets a lot of like girls sledding up his DMS and hitting on him. What do you do? And his wife was like, Oh oh yeah, I'll take them out. (laughs) She's like, I'm I'm an athlete too. So she was like a former volleyball player. I think she's like, I'm an athlete too. Those girls don't stand a chance with my men against me, against my men. So they have fun with it. And I think that's part of his, uh, process. I think instead of looking at the judgment, the negative, like how could Swift do that, be with someone like that, or how could, um, you know, he he like say those things publicly and blah blah blah. And and, and I think there's like a there's a hidden line of a semi maturation process of him, you know, th- he sees it talking with his brother and his brother's wife. So you can see stuff like that. You know, it's like seven years. You can grow and change. You know. I mean, if the guys that I'm dating haven't matured since they were 26, <laughs> there is something wrong with them and I am not dating them. You know, I hope, I really hope that this guy has matured since he was 26, no matter what that looks like. I, oh, he has he his tight, his like end has gotten a lot tighter. It's amazing. Oh anyway. Goodness. All right. So, so to keep it light, I'm going to go on to my, one of my things. I think I just want to share because it's, it's more timely too. And as, as things start ramping up, getting closer to autumn and then winter, some of you might find yourselves Burr. indoors more, you know? No, so if, thank you. If you want to stay hot <laughs> indoors as well. Yes, um, I do. Please an, tell me. The hottest erotic thrillers to watch on Netflix right now. And this is the, again, in September and we're uh, timely. So uh, erotic the link, thriller. the link will be in the chat below or not chat, the description below. So wherever you're listening or watching, take, take a look. Um, so it's, uh, there's a, there's a list of thrillers to check out. Now it's funny. Some of there's i i'm i'm more interested in the newer ones but it does start with the classics you know they talk about like basic instincts fatal attraction they talk about oh, dude. the boy next door with jennifer lopez there's a thing called secret obsession which i never heard of that i kind of want to check out well, you know the older you go the the more likely you're gonna get to be able to see full bush if that's your thing i'm right? just saying right yeah that's true and so the mm-hmm. classic they're classics for a reasons and for a reason and there's three <laughs> 365 days see these are the newer ones there's like a polish that's polish so i'm curious oh. to see what's going on with that one and then of course they have to mention things like the 50 shades of gray series for people who want that type of thing but they have a lovely menu so i would recommend checking out the article um again hottest erotic thrillers to watch on netflix right now and again with the with it getting colder so yeah is there is there any erotic thrillers that that comes to your mind when you hear about what i've that list that i gave or um what would you think is an erotic thriller for you when i was young Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not really into thrillers like i'm not i'm not big into suspense okay how about a, what's a nice erotic movie that's not really erotica like a maybe a drama or whatever even comedy if you have to but like what's a good yeah. erotica movie for you that you'd recommend that's close to that close to that god but the sexiest i mean i will say like 
I, I am going to do a little bit of an anti-review for, for Grey's Anatomy, not Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> for Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Fifty Shades uh, of Grey, just, yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of, I watched it. I watched the second one too. And, and it was just like, ugh, you know, this is, this is why people should not be into BDSM. This is like a guy working out his issues on another woman. Like this was not like a, a really proper dom. Like this was not a good dom. Mm. Um, this is not a movie about a good dom. So if you're like really actually curious about SM, like please don't watch <laughs> 50 shades of gray there. There's probably better stuff out there. Um, Oh, well, I will say I've been watching a show called Firefly Lane, also on Netflix. And, uh, ooh, there's some really smoking hot sex scenes uh, mm. in that show. And the guy who plays Johnny is this, like, really muscly, hot Australian actor. And every time they show him in the shower or something, I'm like, mm. oh, dear lord yeah that's that's not bad i'm not upset about that what's it called again firefly lane firefly lane because i was like thinking of firefly the series for a second i was like okay it's not that but yeah interesting it's a sweet show about this like best friendship you know and i think something goes wrong with it but i'm not there yet so no spoilers um but it's like this like journalist and like a couple journalists grow up together and like uh their 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 life and love and and it's really about like a a loving friendship but man they have steamy romances it's 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 really sexy and Catherine heigl is one of the actresses who mm. by the way is really hot um and that actress from scrubs whose name i always forget um the pretty blonde girl oh no um, i don't know Anyway, she's she's in it too. Uh, it's a good show it's a good show interesting Suits i like was also really hot it was all tv uh, shows not like, a movie I watch a lot of TV shows. Okay. Well, that, that's what I've seen recently that are yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. Is there anything that comes to mind when you think of a movie that is like that for you? Because it's hard for me. I'll, I'm a, I'll go into mine as I'll let you think. But like for me, I always liked, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd get like a celebrity crush. And it was interesting on Twitter or X recently, whatever you want to call it, uh, it there was like, I just saw a post of like, you know, your Mount Rushmore of, of like Hollywood crushes as you grew up. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So like my first one was Anne Margaret. <laughs> if you know who that is, I don't know Stop if you do. Stop it. Second was uh, Natalie Portman because I was in Star Wars. Oh, interesting. She's a little interesting, mentally speaking. When I was going through puberty and into Star Wars, I saw her in, you know, the episodes one, two, and three of Star Wars when they're making the prequels. So I was like... I had to fall in love with the princess being a Star Wars fan and going through puberty. Anyway, it's like it's like the Princess Leia vibe that people do. But I was like, I was already, you know, I was too young when I first saw Princess Leia. And then when I was getting to the age where I liked women. Anyway, so then I liked Jessica Alba. And oh, then she's hot. Oh, yeah. And then Gal Gadot. So those those that was my oh, yeah, Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. Also Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah, Scarlett Johansson. I actually skipped over her, unfortunately, because of uh, I didn't really enjoy Lost in Translation that much because I'm uh, in, in, in absconced in Japanese culture, and I was like, eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so so well, but so that's I mean I, I would, would chase like, my crushes. That's why it's hard for me to choose an erotic movie. Like you know, right. what I mean? well for me, like it would be like Benedict Cumberbatch exactly. is that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but. But if you have to think of like an erotic movie, I would yeah. say like the good classics are like Magic Mike and Showgirls, right? Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights is what I was thinking. 
Really? Too. Yeah, yeah. It's all about. Interesting. I've never seen it. I'll have to watch it sometime. Well, it's all about the porn industry too. So it's like it's obvious it's gonna have that stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Oh, so. there was also this. Oh, what was that TV show? Hung. There was this really hot TV show. I think it only lasted like a season. I think it was on Showtime or something. It was called Hung. And it was about this male gigolo. Mm. And it was so fucking hot. Really? Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, that was a good show. I'm, I was really sad that that got canceled. <laughs> I love how you give the shoes and shows. It's great. I, I, I only want to check it out, though. I love your first suggestion, though, because I do think it's easy to look for those specifically. Again, like Boogie Nights, Magic Mike, uh, Showgirls, all these things. But when you're saying like Firefly Lane, this happens, it's like, oh, yeah, those are the nice ones because it's kind of like you're not expecting it. You're not searching it out. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, that's hot. You know, those are my it's favorites. Like, it's hard to find. I need to go. I need to go have a date. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. So, so again, <laughs> it's I like that. I, I definitely want to check out like, you know, things like that. So actually, if there is any out there that you have in, in you know, let us know. Sexy time at dlove at gmail.com because I want to. Uh, peruse that you know i don't want to have to look at mr skin and try to find these scenes myself i want you to where it naturally occurs you know i like those the best because it's easy to seek it out you know boogie nights and whatnot anyway so check out check out the article and send us your information one more article alice oh yeah well well if you were um between the ages of 62 and uh, 62 and 72 yeah and um the the sexy scenes from firefly lane Mm. get you going uh good news actually it's 62 and 74 sorry got that wrong um according to a recent study Sex for those between the ages of 62 and 74 is closely linked to mental sharpness. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see the study. Uh, da, 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 da. Any sexual activity? What are they talking about here? So it was close. The quality Frequency of sex or, and or climax okay. was oh. most closely linked to mental sharpness. Mm. Um, this was a... A Michigan Hope College, Michigan study. Um, her team studied over sixteen hundred Americans who were over sixty-two years old for five years. Wow, five years. Okay. Uh, and they quizzed them on how often they had sex and how satisfying they found it. They did tests on attention, memory, thinking, speed, and math. Mm, okay. Uh, she also said this professor, Professor Shannon Shen, great name, uh, said the rush of the feel-good hormone dopamine on orgasm also shields nerves linked to memory. So uh, basically, doing the deed three times a week burns about 7,500 calories a year. And that's equivalent to jogging 75 miles. Hmm. Mm -hmm. It increases oxygen to the brain, improves your memory, and also you have an increase of dopamine release. The increase of the oxygen in cells keeps organs and tissues functioning at their highest. And they're just saying the more active you are, and not just the active sex, but also the intimacy and all the touching and being close. All of that is extremely important and can help stave off dementia. Mm. 
That's the first I thing. I love this idea of three times a week. That sounds great. Because I like how they said sex. Because like, oh wait, is it orgasm or sex? No, it's sex with someone else. So it's like I think it's I think part of it is also that connection with other people. They always talk yeah, about because, that in hospitals, right? Where it's like yeah. what helps them last longer or stay alive in these dire situations is um, a lot of nurses I hear when you get to meet them and talk to them. They a lot of them tend to say if they have a lot of friends or family visiting them a lot, they have a way higher chance of surviving because they have that that human connection. And I think sex is uh, the ultimate human connection. So, so again, it was like perfect. So it, it makes sense that way instead of actually just like the orgasm itself. I don't think just masturbating is going to pull it off, you know? I like this one sentence. Over 75s, on the other hand, benefited most from romps at least once a week. Oh, just once a week? That's not bad. That's easy. At least once a week. Yeah. 75. All right. I mean, not easy when you're 75, I'm guessing, but I mean, they make it seem easy. So I think it probably is. I love it. Oh, yeah. Three. So, the, but the, but the 62 and over, they were doing about, they said that the sweet spot was three plus times a week, right? Three times a week, 62 to 74. And then they said over 75 benefited from at least once a week. Now, we talked about it before, you know, those old folks' homes where there's, you know, a lot of sexual escapades there. It's like, oh, well, they know what they're doing. They got to get at least three times a week if they're over 62. Sexcapades, yes. <laughs> got to do it. Uh, and yes, also, yes. To, get, to give a little Asian flair on this, because I hear like, you know, um, the chopsticks are very helpful for that because whenever you eat, it forces you to oh, yeah, you exercise those that. parts of the brain that you have to have that thing. It's a lot easier than just scooping things, you know? That's why there's scooping for babies and whatnot. But when you need to keep the brain exercised with something... You have to use chopsticks. You're, you have well, to kind of have that brain function to do it. So Y'all just go out for some sushi because fish is good for you too. And then go back in and eat some more sushi. <clears throat> On a naked body. Still haven't done saying? that yet. Mm-hmm. I guess that should be one of my first requests too. And if I, you know, when we start making requests for fetish hey, hey, hey. with my wife. Here's the thing. Yeah. I've got to come visit you. Mm. Right. We should definitely see if we can go to one of those parties in Japan where they have the sushi on the naked bodies. Oh, yeah. They're definitely there in Tokyo. There's got to be there in Tokyo. Sexy time outing. Well, it's, it's, we're going to go to Tokyo. And we're going to find some crazy shit. That's for Let's sure. I can't wait. So, again, if you have any news articles you want us to comment on, try to keep them as, as, a, as a, what is it? What is it? Uh, recent? What is it? Up to date? Don't make it yes. like too old because we, we do this on purpose. So when you do Even hear this, though, it should be at least a couple of weeks at the latest. If but one usually... of us starts dating Taylor Swift, anything back to 2016 goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Well, obviously, our Sexy Time listeners are smart. They, they know what's going on. So yeah, when someone starts dating Taylor Swift, all all rules are off. You know, all, all things are off. But normally, <laughs> keep it within a couple of weeks or month, whatever, you know, keep it fairly recent so up to date but anyway again special shout out to our patreon supporters Ooh. monster j james with a z and mark yeah. please go to patreon.com slash sexy time podcast you can let us know what to soapbox on you can give us some articles as well you can also get a sexy shout out like that thank you so much for all your support patreon.com slash sexy time podcast well alice i think you did a great job i think we're some of the hottest news oh reporters on the internet waves i'm pretty sure Oh, and Benedict Cumberbatch, if you're listening, you are my free pass. Not that I need one. <laughs> I love Benedict Cumberbatch too. I fell in love with him in oh. Sherlock. I watched so, so many times. We're so. Cumberbitches. Yes. We both are. He is a fucking hot piece of ass. And mm. uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I would like to make him one of my hall passes too, Benedict. You're welcome. All right, let's do it. And I, and it would be real, my wife. I think my wife would be cool with that. She likes Sherlock too. Anyway, all right. Thank you so much for listening and telling your friends. We love you all, our Sex Time listeners, and you guys, until next time, and gals, and everything in between. Till next time, stay sexy, stay safe. And do not get caught in public. Pretty please. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sexy time podcast it is always a pleasure to see you there if you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us be sure to tap that share button and spread the love join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time until next time this is the mistress of ceremonies sending her love stay sexy (laughs) 